You're listening to the Take Him With You podcast with Rick and Amy on the Stitcher Radio Network. Welcome to episode number 265 of the Take Him With You podcast. I'm Rick. And I'm Amy. Stick around. know who they are? No, I don't. I was going to ask you. A band from way back when. Okay. Code of Ethics. Oh, I remember you used to listen to them quite a bit. Yeah, they kind of sound Duran Duran-ish, kind of. Yeah. Kind of, but they have 80s like a. 80s dance music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I am. I am 80s dance music. Which, which is kind of funny today because there was a reference in the, the, message that you're sharing later uh and it talked about in the the bible passage about music and dancing Mm. and you transposed it into the word rave and i laughed and then we had to explain to someone what a rave was because they didn't know what one was (laughs) well i don't uh, think raves are as popular as they used to be no, I don't. I don't know. I was never into raves, but I knew what they were at least. But it was funny. <coughs> well, it's self-explanatory when I talk about it. Yeah. Well, I By was way, following. I'm Rick, and I'm Amy, and we're uh, the co-hosts of Take, Take Him, Him With, With You, you. The podcast. That's a reality podcast, but not quite. I don't know how to describe it. We're just odd. <laughs> that's good. I'll, that's our new tagline: the we're Take Him With You odd. podcast. We're just odd. That's it, man. <laughs> By the way, it is March 30th, 2014. Thought we'd throw I the date in there. I can't believe we're almost to April. I know. I and know. I hey, have... What? Do you know that we hosted another podcast that came out today as well? We did? Oh, yeah, we did. Wow. Oh, you can tell I'm on top of it this week. We did the Treks and Sci-Fi podcast for Rico Dosti. Yes, we did. And and we did episode number 481, I think, 482, 481, around there. Mm, yeah. And it's all about the next generation Star Trek episode, The Child. We yeah. review it, we watch it together, and we talk about geeky TV. Yeah. Yep, we did. And if you'd like to listen to it, it's free. You just go over to treksandsci-fi.com. Or you can go to Stitcher or or Stitcher Stitcher. and just look up Treks and Sci-Fi. We started listening to it, I think, on iTunes. I got honey on me, honey. It's because I put honey in your tea, honey. Thank you. Um, I think that when we first started... English spot tea. Yeah, it's actually Yorkshire gold tea. I'm drinking my Yorkshire gold. Of course, that's from our friend Shirley. 
She bought it at an English tea store in, in Canada. Canada. <clears throat> Probably Vancouver, Victoria. Vancouver. Burnaby, I thought. Well, Burna Burnaby is a suburb of Vancouver. Okay. Vancouver is a huge city. We've yeah. been there before. Yes, we have. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, Yorkshire Gold is good tea. Very <coughs> smooth. But if you want to listen to more of our antics and and enjoy a Star Trek episode with us, we have lots of cool fun factoids and a little bit of philosophy. And we had some really good comments from the listeners. Really good comments, yeah. yeah. From the Remember the folks that we play their promo on our show? Rusted, the Rusted, Rusted Robot. robot. Uh, it's it's uh, Sean and Bridget Vanderloo. Mm -hmm. So we played their promo. Or not their promo, their comments. Yeah, and Jen from the Anomaly podcast. A friend of the show since the beginning. Since the very beginning. Yeah. You, you and? Used to, yeah, you used to do um, Star Trek stuff with Jen and Kenny and a bunch of other people. So we, we've known her for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, and then we had someone that I'm not real familiar with. From Bremerton. lives just about two hours away from us. So I don't Data know. Data Logan. Don't know if we'll ever I don't think that's his real name. run into him sometime. Yeah. You never know. But he so check it out. He's definitely a, a data fan. He knew all kinds of stuff about yeah. data. Treksandsci-fi.com is what you want to go to if you want to listen to that podcast for free. And I'm talking about data, <coughs> the Android character in Star Trek, not the information age. Exactly. Yeah. That'd be data. Okay. One, One is my uh, name. That's the difference. That other is not. One is my name, uh -huh. the other is not. Very good. You quoted that accurately. Thank you. Uh, stick around. This is an exciting thing here. You got to listen to this because it's right up my alley. may not be yours, but you'll enjoy it. Stick around. Have you ever wanted to share something with someone just because? Well, we do a lot. So we started a podcast about, well, whatever we want. My name is Joyce. And I'm her lovely husband, Al. Uh, well, you know what I mean. Hey, it's me, Al. Listen, I'm hijacking the Just Because podcast to start a new series all about the wonderful world of voice acting. Each episode, I'll have a professional voice actor on and ask them some serious, hard-hitting questions to get to the bottom of this in a world. You know, world. If you've ever wanted to know about the inner workings of this magical and mystical business, tune into Just Because Inside the VoiceOver Studio. Tune in at JustBecausePodcast.com and on iTunes. The Star Wars Stacks is a Star Wars Expanded Universe book club. The Expanded Universe, also known as the EU among Star Wars fans, encompasses all of the officially licensed fictional background of the Star Wars universe outside the feature films. Each month, the hosts will discuss a book from the EU.
What do you think? Well, there was more music. You cut it off. No, that was her going, shh, oh. and then she talks. Oh, but, okay. Because I don't think I have a promo from them for that, so I just play the intro to the okay. podcast. So, yeah, that Star works. Wars Stacks and, and, uh, and my friend Al's new podcast, yeah. which is really a... Well, it's kind of, it's really actually a new podcast, isn't it, Al? Yeah. Can I try to talk for Al? Yes, indeed, it is, Rick. Um, uh, you'd have to get a little lower than that. I don't think I can get. He any has like lower. the golden vocal cords. I wish I had a voice. I could do movie trailers if I was Al. You could still do movie trailers. Yeah, and then what do I sound like? Deep in the dark woods. I sound like some, somebody trying to make a low voice. <laughs> Deep in the dark woods, there lurks a terror. Another one of our friends that he worked at the Christian radio station with you years ago. And oh we've had gosh. him on our podcast. Um, Mr. Kurt, Mr. Low, low. Yeah, Kurt can have a real low voice, too. We've had him on our podcast because he's also an author and voiceover artist. So. Yeah. Which we should maybe connect him with um, Al for his I new know. podcast to interview That's him. what I'm thinking, yeah. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. I'm going to be on the podcast. You are? Yeah. I get interviewed cool. on the 4th of April. Well, and I talk I, about what I do as far as the business and voiceovers and stuff. And this music, you, you also produce music, so that yeah. music. Did you like the Star Wars uh, stacks music? Yeah. That was um, there the orchestration part, the doom. Doom, 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 was a loop on my, um, on my music program, mm -hmm. but the, the French played. horns and trombones and stuff was me. Well, I mean, playing Your the keyboard. Synthesizer. <coughs> so I went wah 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 For people who. And then who, that other part. Wah 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 wah. For people who can't see what I'm seeing, he's looking at me and moving his fingers in the air to show me what notes he was playing. Whatever. Yeah, you're very cute though. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Our dog is so enthralled with our podcast, she's asleep on the floor next to us with her Kong next to her head. Her Kong is next to her head always. Yeah. She, she loves likes. me. Yes, she does. She's my dog. Mm -hmm. Only dog I know that jumps up on me and hugs me. She's smelling a little me. better because I gave her a bath yesterday. Oh, I thought you said you were going to take stuff out of her nose so she, she could smell better. No, she she's, yeah. She's so my darling, what was your week like this last week? Well, it was a challenge. I had to take a couple of days off work. Yeah, you didn't feel good. I had it first. And then you shared. How lovely. Well, you know, that's what happens when you kiss me. I tried not to kiss you, but you snored on me all night. Yeah, that's probably it. You like were leaning towards me and going, Shh, I'm spreading my germs into your vase. I, I did not say that there when I was snoring. No, I didn't. Enjoying my germs. <laughs> Hey, you know, for better or for worse. <laughs> yeah, in yeah. sickness and in health. <laughs> mm -hmm. Anything else exciting happened for you this week? It rained a lot. It rained a lot. I'm, I'm hoping to feel better soon and to Our flowers. Um, to be able to plant more things outside. I've got quite a few starts that are yes, you do almost ready to go out. Oh, but out, did you but see how many beautiful flowers we were having bloom now? We have a it ton is that time. of flowers. We have anemones. We have An what? anemones. Anemones? Anemones. So if you put them in the ocean, would they be sea anemones? 
No, because they're not sea ones. They're just, they're purple and red. Are you supposed to love your anemones? Yes, always. always. And we've got hyacinths. We've got yellow and purple and... Peach. Apricot. Okay. And we've got um, miniature... Snow-capped grape hyacinths. Uh-huh, and regular grape hyacinths. They're also called muscari, I think. And what I call them are smurf trees. Yeah, they look like little smurf tree trees, yeah, definitely. Yeah. One looks like a smurf Christmas tree, and, and one I'm looks like a regular quite, smurf tree. I mean, our daffodils are kind of toward the end of their glory right now. Yeah, the slugs are eating some of them. Yeah, the well, they're just, you know, they were really <coughs> they were gorgeous. great like a week or two ago. And yeah. We still have quite a few pretty ones. But uh, you know what I really like to do? Really blooming I'd right like now. to get way more daffodil bulbs and then plant big, long patches of them. Because that's really pretty when you can see the yellow go across. Mm -hmm. I think that would be awesome. But I don't know how we would go about that. Well, we have so many roots from our big shrubberies. That we have to plant things in containers. You mostly. must bring us a shrubbery. shrubbery. Yeah. And cut it. Cut it, it down with, with a, a herring. Yes. But brave knights who. Say uh, nee. Who formerly said nee. That is like one of the worst shows ever, but um, yeah. You know, all the, all the guys that you used to be. In the rock band with back I am in Roger the, 80s. the Shrubber. I design and sell shrubberies for a living. That, nee. that were nee. really no nee. really into that show, and they had it all memorized. Yeah, it but we like, memorized it wrong a lot. Of it time. was like Mount, maybe not the other guys. It was Mountain Dew, M and M's, and Monty Python. Mm -hmm. You know, those all start with M, like Moyer Multimedia. Okay. Did you name your company MMM? Because of the three M's that you had to have as a rock band. Mountain Dew. M&M's. And, and Monty, Monty Python. Python. Or as they say in England, Python. Python. Monty Python. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was that was the day. I'm not quite sure Monty that Python. That was the day. Those were the days. Those were the days. I'm not sure Monty Python was. That's the day when the lights went out in Georgia. Quite the wholesome entertainment. That's the night that they hung an innocent man. Whoa. Wow, that's not very nice either. Did you remember that song? I'm not sure. I didn't get. I didn't get the whole thing about hanging an innocent man. Maybe I said it wrong. <clears throat> I don't know. You might have said it right, and I, I just remember. didn't notice it. Maybe it was killed an innocent man. We're just rambling. Oh. So anything else you do this week? You know, I'm just trying to get. I worked, and then I didn't work because I was too sick to work, and. I'm still I'm getting better. I'm feeling a little better today. She got better. Well, I'm getting better. I'm I'm gonna look forward to being all the way better, and have a lot of work scheduled this week. So I better be better. And then I had a lot of work last week. And I'm hoping that the forecast says rain, 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 rain. Like actually, the next two days time. are supposed to be partly cloudy. But I then need rain. to I need to finish planting my garden and get lots of slug bait out there. Yeah, got to figure out how to. Um, we I read that coffee grounds around your plant can deter slugs. I'm gonna try that. Yeah, they're not real big coffee drinkers. They prefer tea. You think so? Mm -hmm. I actually. You've seen the slug. I read that. Oh, cheerio! Would you like a cup of tea? I read that. that a cup of rose bushes like spot of tea, tea leaves that you, if you spread a tea leaves are on the bottom would you like to eat this flower with me like the tannic acid in the tea really 
Yeah, so I might try that. We've got quite a few rose bushes. Well, Maybe we should call this the Geeky Gardener Podcast. Well, it's that time of year. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Well, I have to tell everybody that I had lots of work this last week. I did a couple of videos for our local YMCA, mm-hmm. and they turned out really awesome, and they're going to use those for a promotion thing. And then this Wednesday, I tape another one. Mm-hmm. I go and, and do it. And remember when I talked about the camera on my podcast? Or on our podcast? Yeah. yeah. And I'm only, are you ready for this? Give a drum roll. That's good. I'm only $200 away from getting it. Yay. And we're still going to be able to pay our normal bills? Yeah. Okay. That's only, you know. You were thinking I I was taking money. No, this is money specifically given except for, well, I I sold some artwork for it. Remember I said I was going to sell artwork for it. You sold one piece so far and two other people said they were going to, but still haven't. Yeah. So... If you want to buy artwork, buy it cheap for me. You I'll get a good deal right now. <laughs> I'll pay for my new camera. Anyway, I'll have that pretty soon. I'm pretty excited about yeah. that. Yeah, and then we're on to another couple things we have to save for. But we're yeah. trying to not get into further debt. That's right. Our goal is not to have to charge anything. And that's so. what we're going to try to do as best as we can. So. And then eventually pay off the things that we've already we Already charged, charged. Yeah. 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 You know, we're, you know I, I keep on sometimes... With Rick starting his own business we five years ago, yeah. um, our finances have gone through Ugh. some hard times. But we haven't, you know, the one thing I have to say is that we we haven't been to the point yet where we couldn't pay our bills, so that's yeah, good. Yeah, we've been able to, you know, keep up on, you know, our normal bills. Sure. Um, it's the abnormal ones that get us. It, yeah, it's it's the it's the things that or the car breaks down or the that yeah. we've. We had to charge and haven't been able to totally clear our credit card, which we want to do one yep. of these days. That's our goal. We have we have had our credit card paid all the way off uh-huh. in the past, we and have. we twice. will again. And then maybe we should do some plastic surgery. Yeah, could could be as long as everything goes well. <laughs> yeah, I so. I know one of the things um, we've heard. Um, Dave Ramsey, one of our friends, teaches she and her his husband financial peace university teach, thing. teaches his class, and one of the things that I've I've got some of his audiobooks and listened to them while I'm working and stuff, and one thing he says that I hadn't really got before was that you should have an emergency fund first before you pay off your debts. And that really makes sense because... You'll go in further debt if you don't. Yeah. And so, you know, he says, well, you know, at least try to put away 500 or $1,000 into an emergency fund so that if your brakes go out or, you know, you have an... A, a Tire mer- break. Or an break emergency pop. room, you know, your child falls and breaks their arm. Or, right. You know, there's something that's not, not avoidable and you have to deal with it right now. Um and maybe you don't have the budget for it currently, you know, just so that you don't go into further debt. And so we've been trying to do that, mm-hmm. trying to have a, a little emergency fund so that, and I think this last year we had to tap into it a couple of times when our shower broke and something else. There was like yeah. two things right in a row. And yeah. yet it was our car broke too. Remember our, we had to have a car. Oh fixed. yeah. The car was like hundred and fifty dollars because my little the thing that put it in gear and stuff broke. It was about two hundred and some dollars when we were done. 
<clears throat> but that was and, cool. Our car runs great. And then the plumber was another oh 350 <laughs> but, Plumbers, but they make good money. Thankfully, we had that emergency yeah. fund, yeah. and and we didn't have to you know, go further. on further debt. Right. So, yeah. And then we built it back up, so we now have $1,000 again in our emergency fund. Close. Close. We lent money to our daughter. Yeah. When you have children in college, you know, they need books. They... Other stuff. Yeah, that happens. But it's all right. you know, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. So okay, so something kind of significant happened this week that you've overlooked. Okay. Okay. Now you have to understand our taste in movies is pretty mild. We watch a lot of different things, but there Amy actually watches rougher stuff than I do. Yeah, you do. You do. What do you mean? Because I watch, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, well, that's not rough. (laughs) You know what I mean. It's not very... But um, my friend Marco, Marco, if you're listening, it's your fault. Oh, no. Yeah, he recommended... Marco, what were you thinking? He recommended watching a movie called World War Z. Okay? I almost went to it in the theaters, but didn't. Now, I'm not a zombie fanatic. I, I really, personally... Don't like zombies. Oh my goodness! It was freaky, scary. Okay, so we watched the show. Can't uh, even figure out. Uh, Ouch, that hurts. Can't even figure out why we we finished it. <laughs> I know. I kept going. The, Every time there would be something extreme, and then I just look at her and we go, "Are we really watching this?" The, the only thing I can say that was a redeeming quality of it is that the character that Brad Pitt played mm-hmm. um had this undying love for his family not no and, actually and had that, a dying love for his family well, what i meant is he had he was cared about his he family. was very don't spoil it because some family. well i guess it's been out for a while now well okay so but the zombie thing kind oh of my freaks gosh. me out it was okay like, so we the only other zombie movie i've actually watched was the one with the kid on the airplane um, yeah, the one that Catherine um, wanted us to bodies, watch, Warm Bodies, yeah, and, and it's and funny. I actually kind of like that one. That that one had a good moral, and their zombies weren't as freaky. Oh looking. my gosh, on this one, this one, oh. they, they were like demon possessed. Oh, they were wild, evil. Took them what, things. like seven, eight seconds to turn into a zombie? Seconds. Eleven seconds. He yeah. would count, right? And within eleven seconds, they would start twitching and <laughs> coming back to life after they'd been bit right. it was like awful it was gross but but yeah it was like i can't believe i watched that movie so okay so it's just it's like nightmare movie yeah like i actually had weird dreams as a result of it because that was really disturbing it was very disturbing i do not recommend it to anybody <laughs> ever i thought but... it was i mean i I, don't I mean, know it if was I would... well made. Yeah. I have to say it was well You're made. You're into zombies, I guess. It was well made as far as like the special effects and and Okay, so here's my uh, only okay, here's my only critical assessment of it, even though okay. I'm sure I could pick it apart if I wanted to. Um after watching the movie, the conclusion that they come to was it was really kind of cool, but at the now, time this is a spoiler alert, probably. Yeah, at the time I thought, oh, that's cool that they figured that out. But then it occurred to me that they should have figured that out a long time before that. Well, but we've already talked about this. From the beginning what of this caused, epidemic, yeah. though, Okay. 
was like 24 hours. That doesn't give you a lot of time to figure much out. Yeah. I think probably the scariest part, though, was the plane. Uh, When they were on the airplane. That was weird. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, that's all I'm going to say. If you oh, if you want to freak of, yourself out, watch World War Z. Scary if you if you'd rather have your wits about you, don't. It's it's like the kind So thanks, of, Marco. It's like the kind of movie that you make me a laugh. boy wants to take a girl to because she'll get all scared and like cling to his arm. And, yeah, the only problem is that yeah. afterwards she'll have nightmares and you'll have to be on the phone consoling her. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was really weird. So now I can honestly say that we watched a zombie movie together. Well, this is a second vo- zombie. The first zombie one was more of a comedy though, with a good moral. Yeah, this, this was, was actually not. like a scary. And and we don't watch Walking Dead or any of those. I'm curious so about Walking like. Dead. I just haven't started from the beginning. I think you tape some of them because people. Yeah, but I never. But, but we never I did. never had time to watch because it's just not. A, I'm. I think I'm gonna because uh, our son likes it. So I want to try it out and but see if it's honey, okay. honey, there's things that our boys like that we don't Should like. we watch The Walking Dead? That's the question. Yeah. You can email us, rick at taken with you or amy at taken with you, and let us know if you think we should watch The Walking Dead. Hmm. I came up with a really cool idea, and I want to throw this out to our podcast listening audience. You think it's a cool idea. I'm not sold yet. Okay. I think that as a regular series, at least monthly, once a month, that you and I should do uh, a segment called I'm a little bit country, I'm a little bit rock and roll, or opposites attract, or um, I don't like that, or something like this. And and here's my concept. We take a, some type of media, a movie, a television program, a book, whatever. Not a book because I don't have time for that, I guess. But we do something where... You like something that I don't. <coughs> and then we together view that thing and talk about it and try to convince the other person that they should like it. Talking about book, you're going to get me an audio book to listen to. Yeah, we're going to do that. this Soon. Okay, so anyway, I think it would be fun. Would you like to hear us argue about why we like certain media? We're pretty, and good. We're pretty good at arguing and disagreeing. Thanks. You know, I read this statistic on Facebook, and I'm not sure. You know, whatever's on Facebook's just Facebook. Oh, it's, Facebook. it's the gospel truth. But we don't know if it's true. But it's it, it said, if it's on Facebook, it's true. Someone said, you know, 10% of conflict is due to disagreement. 90% of conflict is due to the way you say things, <laughs> the tone in which you say them, and and I think, you know, that is so true, though, because I'm not sure about the exact percentage. But What's the quote from Abraham Lincoln on Facebook? It says something like, uh, I can't remember what the quote is. And, and then it says, he says something like, you can't believe everything you hear on Facebook, Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, and there was no Facebook when Abraham Lincoln was around. You're right. Yeah, so, um, but, but I think a lot of times you and I don't agree on things but we still get along because we don't have to agree on everything i mean maybe well, my goal is to make you agree on everything well sorry charlie okay so how many of you think it would be fun to hear us talk okay so so like you would pick an episode of downton abbey and we would watch it and then you would try to explain why it appeals to you so much 
and I would I would watch it. I would actually watch it with you while commenting on it. Now you're afraid that I'm going to make fun of it the whole time. Yeah, I think you would ruin it for me, and I. And then I, I would take something like a Star Trek episode, or Bionic Man episode, or, or Buck Rogers, or like Planet of the Apes movie, and watch it with you. And then you could tell me, I could. And then at the end, then we'd take a little survey and we'd ask the same questions. What redeeming quality did you find about this particular media? And then you'd have to answer honestly, and I would answer honestly. And then we would we would take a poll. Will you now be open to watching more of this type of media in the future because of this particular because you actually watched it? And then you have to answer honestly. Now and so, you know, one time it would be something I wanted. I wish that the stuff was shorter because we could do one, you know, for each of us each program, but it'd be too long. Yeah. So how so- many of you think that that would be fun? So um, how about opposite worlds? That would be a cool that would be a cool segment name. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sold yet, but if our listeners really want us to do something like that. Because we could review music or an album or yeah, any type of media. Mm. Yeah. I'll be thinking about that. This last week when (laughs) I wasn't feeling well, I I got to catch up on some of my recordings of my chick flicks that I like Ugh. with strong female leads. So I have Veronica no, Mars. No, I don't mind strong female leads. And um, I have Veronica Mars and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, my gosh. So, um, and I know I am surprised that I like Buffy, but I had heard I was listening to Women Talk Sci-Fi podcast. Okay, hold on one second. Hold it. on one second. I had to make sure that our recording was working. So the Women Talk Sorry Sci-Fi podcast, uh-huh. I think the Nomly podcast may have talked about too, mm-hmm. about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, they reviewed and, an episode of it. And I, you know, I looked on Netflix over and over again and they didn't have it. And finally they had it. And so I watched the whole series. Yes, you did. I remember. And then you didn't couple, do much of anything else. Uh, no, I, you know, I'd watch it while I was doing dishes yeah. on my phone or something. Well, that's what I mean. So, you didn't talk to me the whole time. Of course not. And then... So I ridiculous. I a couple of weeks ago I saw that they had Veronica Mars and Buffy the Vampire Slayer on this TV channel. I didn't know, know we had called Pivot. 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 I don't know where that you're, came from, but you're we watching have it. pleasure. Pivot. And so I started taping them, and so I I actually got you to watch part of an episode. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Only because it was on the TV. Only part of an episode. And I had to explain. I was working on my sermon. I had to explain, well, well, that guy's a werewolf, but but he's actually a nice werewolf. (sighs) And that guy. Is usually a nice demon. No, he's usually a nice vampire. Oh, because he has a soul. soul. But when he doesn't have a soul, then he's mean. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like. Really? Are you really saying this to and me? The, and the this Buffy, is a lady that wouldn't let her kids watch Power Rangers, folks. <laughs> I know. You know, because, she got upset about the Power it had Rangers. Too many demonic go, go characters. Go Power Rangers! Well, you know, I still think that with children, we should be a little careful about how much TV they watch and stuff. No, but as adults, you just watch whatever crap you want, right? <laughs> Is that what it not, is? Not all the time. Okay, but right. I, I do like Buffy that she is a, a strong but sensitive 
person and oh and she has saved the world so many times yeah. and closed the hellmouth okay. and kills lots of demons and, and hellmouth happens to be underneath the high school yeah that she attends right yeah yeah that's what i've learned that's what rick i'm trying to get him and educated usually in the ways a of buffy he was a dork in this particular episode no, spike spike wasn't on this one he's not, not there spike yet. not spike angel. angel i'm sorry i get the two mixed up yeah he's spike is blonde haired like billy idol yeah which billy idol supposedly got his look from spike got it and then of course the uh angel angel's black haired and has his own spinoff show dark hair yeah have you watched all of that no i'm only on like the second season of angel a little harder not the I, same as Buffy, huh? Not the same, but I'm watching in hopes to see Buffy again because I think they have a few crossover episodes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my. All I right. Know. Well, we probably I've should get into it. I just had half my audience lose respect for me because I, I like to watch Buffy. Oh, you're embarrassed about that, aren't I you? Am. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's not exactly something a good Baptist girl boasts about, but <sighs> I do like Buffy. You know, saving the universe, all that kind of thing. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, let's switch gears here for a moment. Okay. And let's talk about what we're going to talk about today. Talking on about the good Baptist girl. I, I went to the Baptist church and sang hymns this morning. Yeah, we sang one hymn. Which is my least favorite hymn Which one ever. was it? We come to, to the, the garden, garden alone. While the dew is still on the the roses. And the the, voice I hear. You know all this. I've told you. Is not scary here. I've told you that if I die. And he walks walks with with me. And he talks talks with me. And he tells me I am his own. And, and the, the joy, joy we, share we share as we tarry there. Derriere. None other has, has ever known. Okay, and why do I not want to have that played at my funeral or really any other place ever? Why do I dislike that? I've told you why I dislike that song so much. Because you sang it so much when you were a kid? Where did I sing it so much when at I was At the Baptist there? Church? No. At Baptist Camp? No. <coughs> Boy, I don't know. Because I was part of the junior choir. Right. And they would dress up, up us up in these little white robes with big bow, red bows. Uh-huh. And we would go to the nursing facility. Oh, that's right. Okay, now I remember. And they, we would not, take... Not, not like nurses, but like nursing home. Yeah. Like with lots of people there that are... The elderly care facility. Right, yeah. right, right. And, and you would sing it. They want that song and every they, time. Every time they Can wanted sing, to sing that yeah, song. Come to the garden alone. And every time they sang it about as out, off key as I just sang it. But you know... Just think of the joy you I brought know, into their lives. And now, I know. Are you Amy Bale? I loved it when you sang that song for me. Of course, they're probably dead now. I would imagine since that was like 40 years ago. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. Sobering. <laughs> they're long gone. Oh, oh my goodness. So, well, I'm glad if it brought some joy, but for some reason, I just... You don't want that at your funeral, huh? Oh, no. I really don't want any don't. hymns at my funeral. What song do I want at my funeral? You will want uh, Keith Green 
make my life a sacrifice. No, make my life a prayer to you. Make my life a prayer to you. Yes. That's what you Off want. Off the No Compromise album. Off the No Compromise album. But I'm probably dying before you. That's statistically. I, I don't know. We'll have to see. I have, what if I've we kick also, the bucket together? What are they going to do then? I also have an idea uh, that I want to. I'm a little bit country. I'm a little bit rock and roll. And I want whoever comes to my funeral to bring a rose. A rose? And have you dip the rose into rooting compound enzymes and make a rose garden for me while I, after I'm dead, which I really won't really appreciate it. Around your grave? Yeah. I don't know if you can plant plants. Well, I was actually thinking about having you do a fire pit with a rose garden around it. And that when you came out to watch the stars at night. I would burn you? I I could, like you could Like have, Darth Vader? No, that, that maybe my, <sighs> you could put a little. The force was strong in Amy. You could put a little urn with my ashes in the fire pit and we could sit out there together and you could look at the stars. Of course, I won't be I there. I think I would right. rather have you live do that. Oh, but it's can too cold. <laughs> too cold <laughs> i know there are have, such things as coats we have this favorite chair and we both like the chair we need to get another one and we really only need one because i don't like being cold and she you won't like sit outside hot. and look at the stars with me i have many times it's just i don't not like, lately not I, last year you didn't i don't like being cold yeah now that i figured that now that i have internet outside you would gladly come out and, <laughs> with your iphone and, maybe if i brought a down comforter or something. Yeah. How do we get on this? We're supposed to be talking about the message. I don't know. We're just kind of random today. Yeah. Okay. So here's the message that I spoke this morning. And a um, little preface for you. I kind of, I don't know. I, I thought it was, it's kind of a serious message. But it's also kind of a warning to folks that get so comfortable with their little group of people. Well, I think you didn't ever use the word marginalized, mm -hmm. but I think that's kind of where you were going with your topic today is that sometimes you were talking about how we tend to get in our little cliques. You said, my four, no more. Mm -hmm. And so your message is a little bit about how to get out of our own little club and how to reach out to people and care for them when they're hurting and or just noticing other people instead mm -hmm, of just mm -hmm. being all about ourselves. Right. So it's a good message. I, I think people will enjoy it today. Yeah. Okay. So the, the name of the, the sermon or the message was called The Ring, the Robe, and the Big Fat Cow and Some Fancy Footwear. Yeah. So uh, enjoy the message. We'll be back at the end. And we probably need to keep it short at the end. To wrap things up. So I know. All right. Here we go, everybody. Enjoy the message. Let me know what you think. Good morning, everybody. My brother-in-law sent me an email who he, I think he said maybe it was from Laura. We're not sure, but, uh, Sister oh, Sister Barbara sent it. Okay, well, 
I had to start with it today because, you know, me and my iPad and my iPhone. <clears throat> pastor says, praise the Lord. And the congregation says, hallelujah. The pastor says, will everyone please turn to, on their tablet, PC, iPad, smartphone, and Kindle Bibles to 1 Corinthians 13, 13. And please switch on your Bluetooth to download today's sermon. <laughs> Pause. Now, let us pray, committing this week into God's hands. Open your apps, BBM, Twitter, and Facebook, and chat with God. Silence. As we take our Sunday tithes and offerings, please have your credit and debit cards ready. You can log on to the church Wi-Fi using the password LORD909887. The ushers will circulate mobile card swipe machines among the worshipers. Those who prefer to make electronic fund transfers are directed to computers and laptops at the rear of the church. Those who prefer to use iPads can open them. Those who prefer telephone banking, take out your cell phones and transfer your contributions to the church account. The holy atmosphere of the church becomes truly electrified as all the smartphones, iPads, PCs, and laptops beep and flicker. <laughs> Final blessings and closing announcements. This week's ministry cell meetings will be held on various Facebook pages where the usual group chatting takes place. Please log in and don't miss out. And Thursday's Bible study will be held live on Skype at 1900 hours. GMT. Please don't miss out on that either. And you can follow your pastor on Twitter this weekend for counseling and prayers. God bless you and have a nice day. Isn't that funny? Okay, so it's not too far from reality in some cases, but uh, I'm on Twitter. Yeah. Would you pray with me? And then we're going to jump into the word today. Lord, thank you for your Bible that is so refreshing. Instead of a book full of thou shalt nots, to us, Lord, it's a book full of you can do. And we want to thank you for that. It is refreshing in this world to have something that we can grab a hold of and know that if we set our sights on and change the way we do things to what it says, your word says, that our lives will change for the better. Thank you for that. Would you show us, Lord, some nuggets of wisdom today and some actions that we might be able to do that would help us to be a little closer to you and to your will for us here on earth? Thank you, Lord, for all that you do, and thank you for your Bible today, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Today I entitled the sermon, The Ring, the Robe, and the Big Fat Cow, plus some fancy footwear. I know, you say, what in the world is that? Well, you'll find out, because we're going to be in Luke chapter 15, if you'd like to turn there in your Bibles. I read an article the other day, and uh, I have a, a friend that, uh, I'm not sure what denomination he pastors, but he's over in Kansas, Missouri? Illinois. Illinois. I do this every time. Kansas, Illinois. And he's got a congregation there, and he's quite a... He's a pretty creative, neat guy, and I like, uh, I just was friends, with, I've been friends with him on Facebook for a while, and I uh, helped him uh, put his uh, fiction that he's written to audio and done some other things like that, but we're friends, and we go back and forth. He, he posted an article the other day uh, that I went and read, and it was really interesting. It was about how churches nowadays have become places of entertainment instead of places of worship, and, and I have to say, I like Entertainment. I like shows. Obviously, you know me. I'm into all sorts of fun things, and I like Star Trek stuff like that. But um, 
the article's focus was perhaps we're getting so far into tickling people's ears with entertainment that we forget about what the true message and meaning of what we're here for is. And they called it the selfish gospel. Now, let me explain what that means. The gospel is the good news. That's what gospel means, is the good news. And we know, as believers, that the good news is that Jesus came to this earth, lived as a human being. The good news is that well, it's not the greatest news in the whole wide world that he died, but he did get crucified. The good news is he rose again. And he took our sin upon him. And he forgave us of our sin. And if we believe in him and put our faith and trust in him, then we are hooked back up to God. We go to heaven when we pass away. This is good. That's good news. But in that gospel, there's a lot of different things that we need to think about and look at. And sometimes in America... In the modern church, we tend to look at all the positives and we never talk about some of the negatives. Have you ever noticed that? Now, I'm not saying that it should be doom and gloom and hell and brimstone every single time we come together. But there is a place for looking at what sin does to our lives and looking at how Jesus has redeemed us and changed us. So for the past seven years, I've been doing some research. I've read Tons of books, Christian and non, on the problem of narcissism in our society. Anybody know what narcissism is? It's, a, it's all about us. The, the dictionary describes it as uh, narcissism, an inordinate fascination with oneself, excessive self-love, vanity, self-centeredness, smugness, egocentrism. Now, after working for various ministries and being on staff at a church, at, well, being in lots of different ministries, I realized that there was an epidemic of selfishness going on, at least in the areas that I was at. And I realized that it rubs off on those that, that either attend or are part of those ministries. It can't help but do that. And Amy was just talking about a friend of hers that posted something on Facebook this morning about getting up at five in the morning and seeing a preacher on the airwaves. And he was saying to everybody that um, God spoke to him and that everybody was supposed to send him a thousand dollars. And then went on to, to talk about how, and he got a word of knowledge that, it, that people were scared about doing that because they were worried about their retirement. And I said to her, I said, well, that's just about every one of us, you know. So what's that going on? Anyway, he was trying to manipulate people to give money. And that's not, just, that's not just one person. I mean, time after time after time after time, not just preachers on TV. It can be whole ministries that all they do is try to fundraise, fundraise, fundraise. Not saying that people don't do wonderful things with the money, but there are people that don't do wonderful things with the money too. And people can be really, really selfish and want you to climb on board with their vision of what they see happening. But how many of us are concentrating and looking at the vision that God has for our churches and for us? See, church was meant to help believers in God recharge our batteries. This is a great recharging station. You are out there all week in the trenches. You're out there and you're, you're living your life, or we should be, living our lives for God. We should be influencing those people around us. We should be helping people out. We should be friends to those that are, are 
people that, don't, that others don't want to be friends with, so on and so forth. And when we get to Sunday morning, it should be a place where we sit down and we plug in and we get to have a corporate experience of worship together with fellow believers. There's nothing like it. You can't recreate it on anything else. It's, church is a special place. And it's to recharge our batteries, to worship God, and to stay on track because it, it puts us in a place where we are not alone. There are other people in the world that have other different ideas, and it's good to hear them. Wouldn't you agree? Sure. But sometimes what has happened is our churches have turned into a thing called a bless me club. R4 and no more. The frozen chosen. We stay in here and we're all okay. Don't let anybody else influence. Don't let anybody in. Sometimes it can become a bless me club because bless me clubs are comfortable. But you know that the church was not created to be a club like the Elks or the Eagles or the fraternal order of the Water Buffalo. That's Fred Flintstone, you know, Barney Rubble. We're not supposed to be that. Most actual evangelism, honest evangelism, even though we think it takes place in church, actually takes place outside the four walls, or it should. Now, there's nothing wrong with an altar call at church. You'll hear me do them. You'll hear other pastors do them. And people will come forward and give their lives to Christ. And that is wonderful. But just like I said the other day when I was preaching here, how many know that if Amy and I, we did get married right in this very place. I stood right here and said, I do. She stood right here and said, I do, and had no idea what she was in for. But if we would have said, I do, at the altar, committed right there, and then walked out and never talked with each other, never did anything together, how long do you think our marriage would have lasted? Not very long. Yet every single Sunday, many people will come to the altar, commit to God, and then walk out and never talk to him again. So just the act of saying, I do, it's a wonderful thing. But there's more to it. A relationship with God is exactly that, a relationship. So how we live and treat people speaks much louder than any sermon delivered on a Sunday morning. So with that in mind, I want to show you a, a section of scripture that just grabbed a hold of my heart and went, and corrected the way I thought. That's a good... Scripture is like that. I mean, it's fun to quote it and go, oh, I'm so comforted. But how many of you know that Scripture is also for correction? It also can guide us, you know, it can say, wait a minute, you're going the wrong way. Go this way. And we should heed not only the comfort, but the correction as well. And here was where I got corrected in my attitude. Luke chapter 15 starts off with dishonest tax collectors... And other notorious sinners often came to listen to Jesus when he spoke. But this caused complaints from the religious leaders and the experts on Jewish law because he was associating with such despicable people. Even get this, eating with them. So... Jesus used this illustration. Well, if you had a hundred sheep and one of them strayed away and was lost in the wilderness, wouldn't you leave the 99 others to go and search for the lost one until you found it? And then wouldn't you joyfully carry it home on your shoulders? And when you arrived, wouldn't you call your friends together and say, hey, the lost sheep was found. 
Sure you would. Well, in the same way, heaven will be happier over one lost sinner who returns to God than over 99 others who haven't strayed away. <coughs> Immediately, Jesus challenges the religious leaders and says, whoa, it's not about you. It's about them. You already know God. Or you're supposed to. What about them? They don't know. They're lost. And then he does another illustration. He just hammers them with another one. And he says, hey, I got this other one. Take this other illustration. There's a woman who has ten valuable silver coins and loses one. Won't she light a lamp and look in every corner of the house and sweep every nook and cranny till she finds it? Sure she will. And then, won't she call her friends and neighbors to rejoice with her? In the same way, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God when one sinner repents. So he gives another example to the, to the religious leaders. <coughs> and you notice a trend in this? You notice a pattern? He's talking about the value of a human life. He's talking about the soul of men and women. And he's using these illustrations to try and get them to think outside their religious box. And we need to start thinking outside of our religious box. It's not all about our committees. It's not all about our little clubs. It's about reaching people who need to know Jesus Christ. And then we get to the one today that I titled the sermon after. He says, to further illustrate the point, he told them this story. That's what the Bible says. <clears throat> a man had two sons. When the younger told his father, I want a sh my share of the estate now, instead of waiting until you die. His father agreed to divide his wealth between his sons. Now, this is how it worked back in the day. Um, the way it would work is the firstborn, he would get... I believe three quarters and then the second born would get the last quarter. So if you were first born, you got more than the second born. And so what happened was the, the kid came to him, the second kid, wanted to take all the wealth now. So he says to his dad, hey, now not only is this disrespectful because he should have some patience. That's like saying, well, wait till you croak over. I want your stuff now. What a bad person. Not cool. He disrespects his dad. He, he's selfish. He just wants his own. He wants to cut and go and do all of his different stuff. And his dad is so awesome that instead of saying, you respect me, you little blah, 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 he actually gives him his stuff. says, here you go. Now let's see what happens. A few days later, the son packed all his belongings and took a trip to a distant land. How many people know why he went to a distant land? Because what he's about to do, his friends would have got real upset with him. His family would have reached out and said, hey, wait a minute. So he goes to a distant land. And this is a lot of times what we'll do with the life that God has given us. We'll run as far as we can away from the right thing to do so that we feel better about our sin. How many have ever done that? I sure have. Because, you know, I remember my uncle, <laughs> this is bad. My uncle taught me how to cuss and how to drink. You know why? Because he didn't want to feel bad about cussing and drinking around me. 
That's not so cool. But it was a great, it's a great illustration now because <laughs> I can say that's exactly why he did it. And that's exactly why we want to get people to participate in our sin because we know it's wrong. But we do it anyway. And we, if we can get other people to do it, we feel better about ourselves. So here he goes to a distant land and he wasted all his money on parties and prostitutes. About the time his money was gone, a great famine swept over the land and he began to starve. He persuaded a local farmer to hire him to feed his pigs. <coughs> the boy became so hungry that even the pods he was feeding the swine looked good to him. And no one gave him anything. Has anybody ever slopped a hog before? Oh my goodness. It's fun to watch and they're hilarious when they eat because they really are. That's where you get the don't eat like a pig. <laughs> Stuff flying all over the place. They make crazy noises. It's like, shut your mouth when you eat. You, uh, you understand that term. And it stinks. There's something about mixing it all together. This guy was so desperate. So at, you talk about it, at the end of his rope, at the bottom of the barrel, he was so bad off that the slop looked good to him. You have to be very desperate for that to be the case. Usually you go inside and wash that off of you after you slop the pigs because it, it stays on you. Woo, smelly. Pigs like it. But it's not something we should be eating. So he's really, really desperate, but nobody would give him anything. When he finally came to his senses, which we all can do, he said to himself, at home, even the hired men have food enough to spare. And here I am, dying of hunger. I will go home to my father and say, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Please take me on as a hired hand. So, he returned home to his father. And while he was still a long distance away, his father saw him coming. And he was filled with loving pity. And he ran, and he embraced him, and he kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and you, and I'm not worthy of even being called your son. But his father said to the slaves, before he could get anything else out, <coughs> he said, quick, bring the finest robe in the house and put it on him, and a jeweled ring on his finger, and shoes, and kill the calf we have in the, in the fattening pen. We must celebrate with a feast, for this son of mine was dead and is returned to life. He was lost and is found. And so the party began. How many would say that father is pretty awesome? Yeah. This is, this is the kind of father you, you want to have. The one that overlooked all of his, the, this kid's shortcomings. And did you hear what it said? It said the father was looking for him. That's pretty cool. Even though this kid had gone way, way in another, I mean, the father was still looking for him. And when he was a long way off, the father saw him and didn't just sit there and go, yeah, I knew he'd be back. 
It says he ran to him. Dropped everything and ran to him and hugged him and kissed him and welcomed him home and then said to his servants, go get him a ring. You know, the ring symbolized being part of the family again. Give him a robe. He's going to cover him now again. He's back. He's safe. Give him some brand new shoes because you know what? I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want to travel all the way back from a distant land without shoes. Ouch. So not only he gets protection again, and then to top it off, he says, let's have a party. Go get the best food we have in the house. Butcher it and let's cook it and let's rejoice because my son who I thought it was dead, he's alive. Let's party. I'm so excited. What an amazing father. Meanwhile, the older son was in the fields working. When he returned home, he heard dance music coming from the house. What? Dad set up a rave? What is going on? And he asked one of the servants, What? What's going on? Did I miss something? Your brother is back, he was told, and your father has killed the, the calf we were fattening, and he's prepared a great feast to celebrate his coming home again, unharmed. Well, the brother had a different reaction than the father. Here's what the brother did. He goes, Argh! The older brother was angry, and he wouldn't go in to the party. His father came out and begged him, but he replied, all these years, I've worked hard for you and never once refused to do a single thing you told me. And all that time, you never gave me even one goat for a feast with my friends. I could hear him say, Dad, where are your priorities? Dad? Yet when this son of yours comes back after spending your money on prostitutes, you celebrate by killing the finest calf we have on the place? How's the father? He's still telling you. This father is awesome. He says, look, dear son. You and I are very close. And everything I have is yours. See, the way they split it up, the, all, the inheritance for the younger one went with him. So everything the father had, as soon as he was gone, it was all, actually, right then, it was all the brothers now. The whole place was his. That hadn't changed. The brother was insecure. And he, he didn't understand because his attitude was of me and mine. I'm not looking for anything else here. I just want to make sure I'm okay. He was selfish. But he says, look, everything I have is yours. But it is right to celebrate for he is your brother. And he was dead and he's come back to life. He was lost and now he's found. Look at the emphasis that the father puts on life. Yes, all those things are important. Yes, it is good to be close to one another. Yes, it's good to work in the fields together. All these things are very important. But more importantly is when the light turns on in somebody and they come alive. That's more important. Now, it doesn't say that the younger son got any more inheritance, does it? It doesn't go on to say any of that. It just simply says that the father was excited that he came home and the brother was upset. But it's amazing. This story shows the love of God. 
It shows that he loves the lost and he's ready at any given moment to take us back in his arms, to clothe us, to provide for us, to call us family. Look at no matter what you've done, no matter how bad you think you've been, if you will simply turn towards your father and acknowledge him, he will take you back. Wow, what a father. What a spectacular story to show us that example. See, it shows us that God is ready at any moment for any of us to turn our lives back to him. But it also checks the attitude of those of us who have been in church for a long time, doesn't it? It checks our motives. Are we really digging our bless me club? Are we reaching out? Or are we all selfish? Are we finding those that have lost their way and helping them back to the Father? I remember when we were youth pastoring and our youth group started to grow. And when you start to have growth, guess what happens? You get people that you're like, oh, wow. <laughs> and they started coming with blue hair and black fingernails and skateboards and smoking and all these other things. And they all started skating outside and there was smoking. Did I say there was smoking? Sure. And do you, would you know it that we caught a little bit of heat for that? Why did we catch heat? Because they, well, we have a nice facility here, Rick. You know what I said? Let's get more ashtrays. And they're like, you can see the religious feathers start getting, you know, you know when, the, when a chicken gets upset. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. And that's what the, the leaders were like, hey, wait a second. You know, this is a nice place. We might have to replace the carpet. It's getting wore out. I thought, yeah, let's raise money and replace the carpet. Because praise God, they're coming. They're not perfect, but they need to know Jesus. I heard a story of a ministry back east where uh, the same thing happened, but they were really big. Their youth church outnumbered their regular church by about 700. Yeah. They had a thousand kids coming on a Wednesday night. And the elders got together and they were going to stop this. And it took a very impassioned and, and you know, somebody who just really laid it on the line to tell them, what are we here for? He used those scriptures and said, what are we here for? And guess what? He got, he got a great budget and their church grew. So my challenge this morning... <laughs> My challenge this morning is, do you fit in this category of the one that is far away and maybe squandered what God has given you in your life? Well, then I have great news for you this morning. All you have to do is turn and the father will come running to you. I love how he said it. Lord, I've, or father, I've sinned against you and God. Boy, what an attitude. It's a good attitude to have. I've, I've messed it up. And I need, I need your help. It's a good place to be. And it says the father grabbed a hold of him, provided for him, took care of him. Or are you in this camp over here? Yeah, 
Whatever. I've been here all along. Well, that's outreach stuff. Gee. I would challenge you this morning to change your thinking. And to think about what are you doing to reach out to the lost, to that coin that's underneath the bed? What are you doing to reach out and look for the sheep that is lost? And are you rejoicing when they come back? Let's pray. Lord, thank you that your word is so true and relevant to our lives. God, forgive us for thinking so much about what blesses us and how comfortable we are that we don't bother to go out like you would and reach those that need to hear about you. Help us, Lord, not to be selfish. Help us, Lord, to see the potential in people around us and the situations that we're in and let our lives shine and speak louder than our words. And Lord, for those people that are here today or within the sound of my voice, maybe on the, listening on the podcast or, or listening on the internet, Lord, for those that are far away from you that have squandered the life that you've given them, would you have mercy and compassion upon their lives? And Lord, would they come to the end of their rope and turn and come running back as you run to them? Lord, only a prayer away, receiving what you've done on the cross for us, that you died, that you gave up your life, you took our sin upon you, and then, Lord, you rose again, defeating death in the grave, defeating hell, and our faith and our trust in you, Lord, gives us that ticket into heaven. Gives us that restored relationship with our Heavenly Father. Saves our lives. Thank you for that. I pray for every single person, Lord, whether in one of those two categories. Would you please, Lord, grab a hold of our hearts and help us to be more like you, we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. What do you think? I think it was a good message, but <clears throat> I'm having a hard time talking. And why would you be having a hard time talking? Because your dog is next to you? No, she's no, next to me. because our loving daughter, while we were recording our podcast, lovingly made gluten-free chocolate chip cookies and brought us in warm ones. Wow. I got so one here, yeah. I couldn't wait to sample. They are fantastic and really good. Jade wants some. She's looking um, at me, licking her lips. Jade is really, really naughty when it comes. <coughs> she got a bath. She smells sweet. really good, by the way. To sweet food, though. You smell so good. One time she ate, what, eight cupcakes when we were gone? Yeah, I got bad diarrhea. <laughs> we didn't need to share that. Sorry. But Dogs were, and diarrhea? Gross. But the cupcakes were in Ziploc bags. Here, here we just got done with this important counter. message that I speak, and we're talking about diarrhea She's and chocolate chip cookies. I know. Cookie. Don't eat my cookie. No. Jade has a very sensitive tummy. She only needs to eat her doggy food. Dog food, not mm. people food. Her tummy doesn't do well with people food. No, it doesn't. But she's being attentive to me because I stopped so, cooking my hand. So let's get back to the message for okay. a minute. What? What do you? How do you think people received that? Well, a lot of people 
<clears throat> came up to you. <coughs> wow, was, we're the coughing team today. Sorry, afterwards and said, last bit of my tea. Um, Jade, um, <laughs> a lot of people came up afterwards and said, you know, that was really important message and it made them think that it, what things are really about that. Oh, you almost sounded like the Vanderloos when you said that. About? About. 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 Yeah. Sorry. I'll phone you later. I'm making fun of them, aren't I? That's not fair. Guys. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. <laughs> well, they we probably, love you. I wonder what things they make fun of us for saying. That probably a lot of things. <laughs> probably a lot. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. But I, I, um, I think people were... We're just reminded that I that it's not always about us. I, I was thinking the other day, and I think you mentioned this a little bit in your sermon about how it used to be people went to church, like you said, to recharge your batteries, and and yet at the same time we called them worship services, where we went there to worship God, mm-hmm. and our hymns and our songs were like about how great God is. Now we modernized it and made it. Now, now it's celebration like service all celebration about us. Celebration service, and it's like Come all the on, stuff that guys, God did for me. Let's party, you know, and and you know, in Ecclesiastes, I know it says there's a time to mourn and a time to dance, and there's you know times for different things. Time to dance, let's dance. You just play dance music. Yeah, but I mean, there's times for different things, but sometimes I think we the pendulum can swing far one way and far the other way, and and I think we need some balance in mm-hmm. things. And, yeah. re- and remember, you know, it's not wrong to celebrate and to say, hey, this is awesome. Look at how great things are. But it, it's also not wrong to have some quiet, reflective times where yeah. you take time to worship God and thank him for just being who he is. Sure. And so, you know, and also <coughs> along with that quiet, reflective time, um, to also look outside of ourselves like you talked in the message and have Whack our him, eyes man. open to what other people need around us too. Yeah. <laughs> I know. We're still getting <coughs> over these colds. Sorry, Sorry you got all the coughs. Yeah. So there you go. That wraps up this week. Now next week I'm going to – I'm not sure what we're going to do for the podcast. I had an idea, but I don't want to – um, I may not do it. I, I'm going to be sharing again next week, but at our church that we go to. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not sure if that'll fit in with what we do here on the podcast or not. We'll see. Well, at the little church we've been attending, um, they're going through the book of Ephesians. Ephesians yeah. And you're scheduled to do the fifth chapter of Ephesians. Verses 1 through 20. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll so, see. Yeah. We will see. Close it up. Maybe I should what? We should close the podcast. Yeah, it's time to go. Um, I already prayed on the on the sermon part of things. Okay. So. <coughs> oh my goodness! Sorry, so, you guys. We would love to hear from everyone. Yeah, we would. Um, you can contact us at Rick at takingwithyou.com mm-hmm. or Amy at takingwithyou.com. We want to say thank you to all those who have given to us towards the podcast. That really is appreciated, and we're so grateful when support comes in like that because it does help us mm-hmm. a lot because we do a lot of stuff. Yeah. And so that's really cool of you. Oh, and I I was going to say, besides that horrible zombie movie, I went to another movie this last week. Well, we'll talk about that. 
Would, should I review it next week? Yeah, I wouldn't do it this week. Okay. Mm-hmm. But we love to hear from you, so get a hold of us. And I will say this has been a more multimedia LLC production, copyright 2014. All, All right. Get up and dance. Bye, everybody. Have a great week. We love you.